Welcome to the Creator's Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight here on Fightful. I'm Stephen Jensen, as always, with Jeremy Lambert. And today, our guest is a three-time New South Tide Team champion and the winner of the 2023 Haas Tournament. We are joined today by Hunter Drake. Thank you for joining us. How's it going, man? Good, bro. How are you guys? I'm excited to be here. We're happy to have you, man. Yeah, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, Much appreciated, especially coming off the big uh Haas tournament victory yes, tell us just tell us about that that, that whole experience and then wi- winning it yo so okay so Haas was Haas was wild um if you don't know last year I was in the Haas tournament for the first time in my career and I was put out round one by Alec Price so this year uh round one it was me and Marcus Dillon uh he's a big new south guy um beat him and ended up wrestling Myron Reed round two, one of my mentors in this business, someone who's helped me since day one. Um, That match was fire, fire, and ended up beating him with the Purple Haze, 450. And then the finals was me, um, one of my very best friends, Dylan McQueen, one of my other very best friends in Brogan Finley, and then someone else who has helped me since day one of my wrestling career, uh, Stallion Rogers. And yeah, uh, I think Dylan eliminated Stallion, Brogan eliminated Dylan, and then it was me and Brogan, Heartbreak Hoss, and I got the one, two, three on him. And it's crazy because, like, I don't know if you also know this, but in 2018 was the first time New South had the Hoss tournament, and I was actually in the crowd during that time i was a fan watching them so it's just it's crazy to it's a crazy feeling when you feel like a goal you set so long ago finally finally pay off it's it's amazing i i love you bringing that up because um someone else we've had on the show before Jaden newman um i talked to him when he was in the crowd as a fan at sci like uh, this had to been probably six plus years ago yeah he was wrestling but he he was still like a teenager at the time and his his goal was i was just talking to him with the crowd because i knew a little bit about him and he was like yeah just my big goal is like to just get in this tournament one day and then like to win this tournament one day and then he fast forward you know like six years or whatever and he won the tournament you know the most recent year and it's just really cool seeing this whole kind of group of y'all who are roughly around the same age all kind of in your early 20s right now um, kind of all breaking through together and having so much success, kind of all at the one, all at the same time right now. It's awesome. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It feel, and it does feel like a true brotherhood with a lot of those guys too. Jaden being one of them. Yeah, can you speak more to 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 Jaden and kind of what they're doing out of Chattanooga? Because I feel like that's still kind of slept on, kind of that whole scene out there. Oh yeah, definitely. They got a lot of good stuff out in Chattanooga. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And also, I don't want to gloss past this. You you mentioned guys like Myron Reed and Simon Rogers really helping you out um, kind of since day one. Can, uh, can you speak more to that? Because, you know, Rogers was a guy really big in the Southeast, especially. Um, and then Myron Reed is, you know, the, the the fourth rascal, like a guy who I just feel like doesn't get the same kind of love the other ones do for whatever reason. But he's been out there killing it for so long. Oh, yeah, for so long. That's funny because. My first ever independent show I ever went to, I saw uh, Myron go one-on-one with Austin Theory. And that was actually at New South. Um, and that was in 2018. And since that match, I've been always been a fan of Myron. But um, 
I wrestled Jordan Oliver in 2020, August 2020. And Myron's told me, he's like, dude, Jordan, he put you over. Jordan loved you so much. He's like, so I felt the need to take you under my wing as well because whoever Jordan fucks with, I fuck with. So, um, yeah, Myron's the man. Kurt, uh, I did his seminar in 2018, and it was like a beginner seminar. And me and my two buddies had just started training like two months prior to this. And it was literally just us three in the seminar. So we got to like have really good one-on-one with Kurt. And he's been someone who's always checked on me. And he's always making sure I'm doing good and working hard. And yeah, those two guys, alongside Jordan Oliver, that's three people that's helped me a lot in professional wrestling. You mentioned your training. You started uh, a couple months before the seminar and says you were trained by Dr. Tom and, and Mayor Kane. What, what was that experience like training with them? So I start. I actually started training in 2018 with New South. Um, and then I started having matches 2019. And then in 2020, I ended up moving to where I live now in Sevierville, Tennessee. And it's an hour from the Jacob Pritchard Wrestling Academy. And so, yeah, I signed up for that. And so 2020, I was the summer class and Dude, that Dr. Tom's brain to professional wrestling, there is nobody else on this planet that thinks the way that that man does. I give him all of my praise. Dr. Tom is a genius. He took me from here and he blasted me off. And without him, I would still be the scared kid trying to figure out how to do a cool flip every five minutes. And I would not know. I would not know nearly as much as I do. So shout out Dr. Tom. He is, he is a goat and Glenn too. Glenn really helps with the, the speaking part, the promos and the character and incorporating all that with the moves. They, they both, they're a great team down there. You mentioned that was summer 2020. So that was during COVID times. Like how, like, so training during COVID, like how, how did that all work? Uh, We had to wear masks while training. (laughs) For the first like four weeks and then finally they let us take them off because they just it got so hot in the building because he didn't have ac so we just opened up like all the doors so he's like all right i guess we don't need the mask but if glenn comes in y'all better put the mask on <laughs> so yeah but nah it, it was it was tight it was like 14 of us in my class and it was a lot it was a lot of fun was there anyone else out of that class that like stands out or that's kind of like out there right now? Uh, yeah, uh, it was, let's see, current guys out of that class that are traveling around competing me, um, all business, Tyler Franks, my former tag partner, of course. um, and one half of the NWA us tag team champions, AJ Kazana, he was in that class. And then, uh, Tennessee sunshine, Billy Tipton, that's the four that, kind of came out of my class and started traveling around and wrestling and stuff. And the others, I really don't know what happened to them. <laughs> they kind of disappeared. It's a good, that's a good group there. Um, yeah. We, uh, we interviewed mouse just a few weeks ago and he was, he was out there trying to find out what, what happened to Billy Tipton Cause you hadn't seen him in a minute. And, uh, <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw Billy actually pop up on a show just like just the other day, actually. So yeah. Billy's, Billy's alive and well. Just made his um, TV return. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, another guy, you know, you, you just mentioned, I was going to ask you um, about your tag team, um, the Talladega Knights, because that was how you really started getting on my radar was your team with Tyler Franks, um, both being these young guys just got super over with this crowd. And 
like y'all have split sense and both doing really cool things uh, individually. But what was that whole kind of come up like with him as a tag team? Dude, so me and Tyler's come up is actually insane because I've known Tyler since I was like eight years old. I met him through our school playing on the same t-ball team. His dad was our coach. And so we literally met, started watching wrestling together, and we've been best friends ever since. Um, even though now I, I hate you. I hate you, Tyler. <laughs> I hate you. But, um, yeah, so – we, we both went to that first New South show together. We both sat in the crowd at Haas together. We both started training there together. And then when I moved to Tennessee, he moved to Tennessee with me. We both went to JPWA together. We've had a wild ride. Um, we started as uh, like a little security team at New South called Thunder Child Security. And we were wearing just these suits with these yellow ties. And we were the security for their former general manager at the time. And all we would do every single show, no matter what would happen, the end of our our segment would be Dump Sanders giving us a double choke slam every single time, and it all and it got to the point where the whole crowd every single time, as soon as we walked out, they're like choke slam, here comes choke slam, it's gonna be a choke slam. They just knew, and so we went on that. We were on that ride for about eight months, and then finally we turned on the GM, and we became Talladega Nights, and. Literally, we turned on him August of 2019, and in October 2019, we won the new South Tag Titles. It was like the fastest uh, rise to the top in their tag division that they had ever seen. And now you fast forward to today, and we're probably the best tag team New South ever had. Only three-time New South Tag Team Champions to this day. And yeah, uh, yeah, Seaman with Tyler was, was great, and I mean... You know, maybe one day Talladega Knights can get another run now that we're both on top of our game and we can see what we're really made of. But you never know. Um, I want to ask you about wrestling for – well, actually, real quickly, go, going back, you mentioned that you were watching wrestling uh, with Tyler when you were eight years old. Like, what, what got you into wrestling? What first caught your eye? Um – the first thing I saw from wrestling was, uh, well, it was my buddies at school. They're like telling me about wrestling and stuff, and you got to check it out. You got to check it out. So it was Friday, and I turned on a SmackDown, and it was Jericho versus Rey Mysterio. And I remember I just I was sitting at my grandmother's house at the time, and I was just like, this is wild. Seeing Rey Mysterio, it was like so- something I'd never seen before, like real life superhero stuff, and. I just remember it was when Ray and Jericho were having the big rivalry in 2009 and Jeff Hardy was there and CM Punk was there. And so I tuned in. I just started tuning in every single week. But the the thing that really, really stuck me was 2009 breaking point. It was John Cena versus Randy Orton. I quit match the most random match ever. But it was just like the storytelling to my eight year old self the way that John Cena took so much punishment and did not give up. It spoke to me in a language that nobody had ever spoke to me before. And to this day still can't speak to me. It, that had, that hooked me on John Cena and hooked me on professional wrestling for the rest of my life. I mean, that is the hook, right? I mean, literally like that's exactly what they're going for is like young kids see John Cena never gives up and you, you know, yeah, that's it. It, it worked on you. That, that's yeah, pretty right. incredible. 
Uh, talk to us about your your experience at, at GCW and, and specifically the most recent, the GCW versus New South event. Oh uh, yeah, that was hot. That that whole weekend was hot. Uh, yeah, I've done I've done a, a handful of GCW shows now. Um, the first one I did was uh, Jimmy Lloyd's DF in 2021 in Tampa. It was I was in the scramble on that one, and then then I think I did the Josh Bishop spot at a JCW. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, threw me on the back of the chairs and everything. Was, thought I died. Ooh, that, that was brutal. Yeah. That for, was for, for people who haven't that, seen that y'all go to go out of your way. This is one of the most nasty bumps <laughs> you're going to see. It, yes. Yeah. It was nuts. I think that kind of got, got me some points with some of the guys there and got me some more coming back, coming back. But no, GCW has been great. It's every time, I feel like I'm on cloud nine. Every time I'm in their ring, their fans are just like no other in the world right now. Um, and GCW versus New South, I had probably match of my life against Blake Christian. That was the fans and just how much they love me and how much they appreciate me and get behind me. That just puts me in a feeling like like no other. Like I said about the John Cena thing, it's that same feeling. I'm like in a whole different world, whole different mindset, and I was so locked in. And that match is just – if you haven't seen it, I I suggest go watch it on Fight. But GCW, yeah, I, I love GCW. I love being a part of GCW. I, I want to be a part of GCW more this year, more next year, and so on and so forth. Yeah, if you're hearing this, Brett Lauderdale, if you happen to come across this, GCW in Atlanta on 421. I want to see Hunter Drake there. Just throwing it out there. So You heard that, Brett. You heard that. Yeah. Hit me there, with yeah. the yo. Yeah. There, there. Hit me with the um, yo. Um, uh, you know, some, some other guys you had, you had mentioned, you mentioned Dom Sanders. Um, I wanted to hear your thoughts on him and Caban Man Dan, two people that are like obviously highly instrumental in, in New South, and I'd imagine your career as well. Definitely, definitely. Dom, I mean, I, I owe everything to Dom. Dom's the one that first put me in a ring, first got me trained, first ha- gave me matches on his show, first gave me a platform to show my skill. Um, Dom, I literally owe my whole career to Dom, and I tell everyone that. Uh, Dom carries some heat with some people around our area for no reason, and like I don't, I don't know. I just, ne- I've never understood it because Dump has been nothing but stand up, honest, sh- straightforward, and always done anything that he could to help me with anything that I needed. So Dump, Dump is the man for sure. And Cabana Mandan, Cabana Mandan is actually the one that named the Talladega Nights. Fun fact for you, Dan is awesome. I've, I've known Dan from since I first started. Dan's helped me come from here to here. Dan has helped me so much, and yeah, I, I want to wrestle Dan one on one because the only time we've ever wrestled was at this New South Bar show that got it rained in the middle of the show. It just started pouring rain, and me and Dan were on after the rain, so everything we were gonna do, it was just like, nah, let's just see what happens, so we don't break our legs. <laughs> and yeah, I want I want a rematch with Dan because that one wasn't top tier, and we gotta have a top tier match. But no, I love Dan. I love I love Dump both. I love wrestling Dan and Dump when Talladega Knights wrestled them. Yeah, they're they're awesome. They're both awesome. You're you're gonna be returning to Jimmy Lloyd's show for this this upcoming collective. You got Jack Cartwheel. Talk to us about that match and then other potential plans for the collective this year. Dude, it, me and Jack Cartwheel, that's a match I've I've wanted for a while. 
I met I met Jack at a Coastal Championship Wrestling in Nashville last summer, and I remember the first thing I told him I was like, "I'm a big fan of yours, and I want to wrestle you so bad." <laughs> so when they announced that match, I was like, "Yeah." But no, we're gonna we're gonna plan to keep myself on on the GCW radar. Got to beat Jack Cartwheel. Um, my LA debut, LA is somewhere that I've wanted to go my entire life. So I'm very, very excited for that. And other plans for the collective, I'll, I want to do anything, everything, anything I can. I'll, I'll wrestle anyone, anytime, anywhere, any place. And it will be five stars every single time. <laughs> Feel free to call somebody out. You know, you know we, we sometimes talk about manifesting on this show, but throw it out there. Like, I want this person. Give me, give me this person. Okay, I want El Vikingo. Come on. Oh, Come there on, you go. See? Throw it out there. You never know. You never know what, what can happen me. if you throw the name out there. I love that. In- injury might occur. Somebody might have to miss the show because of travel. There's a lot of L.A. traffic. You know, be like, Hunter, you got your gear? Come on. You're, you're taking on Vikingo. It's wrestling, right so you never love know. It. That's right. Yeah, That's let's right. Go. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, what do you like to do in, in kind of your, your downtime when you're uh, taking a break from wrestling? Um, I like to I like to play Fortnite, play a lot of Fortnite. Um, okay. Yeah, big Fortnite. <laughs> um, I hey, like bro, to- I, I got you, man. I've got, I got my little ninja, my little ninja here. My, oh, yeah, my- let's go. Yeah. Got, got my got my got my dark voyager yeah dude, I, I actually I, I still i still get important all the time man i love hearing that yes <laughs> that's you. awesome yeah i love fortnite um i love uh going i love going and doing things with my friends like going outside like we like to go kayaking and swimming and hiking and all that um and i love i love music i love listening to music I love all kinds of music. Big, big music fan. So, yeah. Throw out some uh, there's a slight connection issues. Uh, so that's why there's a little bit of delay. Apologies for that. Throw throw out some some artists that you like to listen to, whether it's just uh, on a walk, on a hike, or working out. Yeah, you're good. Uh, I'm a big Juice World fan. Big Lil okay. Peep fan. Um Um, and then like other sides like uh like rock i like guns and roses sweet child of mine right there i like uh i like creed i like uh stained yeah and i like country music you know I'm from alabama so what do you expect you you feel too young for the creed and stained. This is what I was listening to oh, when bro. I was like twelve and thirteen and everything. You <laughs> Same, aren't born yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, I was hearing on my mom's radio. I, I was soaking <laughs> it in. Creed, awesome. I mean he, he, Creed he wound up. legends. And also oh, oh I was yeah. gonna say in stained, like, you know, he, he went country, which is crazy. Yeah. Aaron Lewis, which yeah. I mean he's badass doing that, which is yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love I love for a while they were my top band. 
Sorry, I had, I had a little connection issue there. Yeah, it's home? been it's been jumping in and out a little bit. Apologies, everybody. Uh, it's probably mom. That's all good. That's actually a little bit better now. Um, the other qu- a question I had for you that I didn't want to forget to uh, to bring up. Uh, well, a statement and then a question, I guess. The um the uncharted territory season was uh was you know really big on IWTV. Um, you know, Southeast first this year being being in the Southeast, which was a uh, really cool how they changed it up and you were a big part of that show you and the last laugh stable um what was it like doing that with you know nick iggy kenzie page dylan mcqueen like everyone involved in that like that that was a really cool group that was like a really big focus of like the whole series oh yeah that that was that's a highlight of my career and i will never forget last summer for sure last laugh was so so much fun it was so much fun. I mean, me and my girl Kenzie, obviously, and then you got Dylan McQueen, our our bet, one of our best friends, and then Nick Iggy, who's someone I hadn't worked with as much until last year, but ever like since we met, boom, we clicked. He loves bullshit, and I love bullshit, and we love bullshit in each other. We love bullshit in other people. Nick Iggy is. I always put on Twitter, Nick Iggy is king. Nick Iggy is god. That's because Nick Iggy is. He really is the man. He's so smart. He's such a a great wrestler. I, I love Nick Iggy. Yeah. And Kenzie and Dylan all the last laugh was a group. I, I really wish coming out of uncharted that the last laugh would have got to do more on the independent scene. I really do, but I, I don't know just how it played out. We're, we're all still together at a new level pro wrestling though. in outside of Alabama, um, their new level pro, the new level pro tag team champions are Dylan and Nick. And then, I'm the new level pro middleweight champion of three years and still going. Um, so yeah. So last laugh still lives. Check out new level pro on YouTube. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. Cause I was going to ask you why I haven't seen more of y'all as a group since the, since the show. So that actually clears it up. There was no real reason outside of just did hasn't matched up. Right, right. Just schedules hasn't matched up and places haven't matched up and all that. But no, we all four absolutely love traveling together. If anyone wants to bring in the last laugh, hit me up. We will make it happen. The last laugh are the four bestest of friends. And the fact, hey, I will say the fact that the last laugh didn't compete in the IWTV Tag Team Championship Tournament. I don't know. I don't know. Don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think you have a legitimate gripe there. <laughs> Same. Oh, Jensen's ready to shoot on IWTV over this. I can tell. I'm shoot it. No. Where was <laughs> the oh, last laugh, though? Yeah. Where was no, the last laugh, though? I agree. Anyway, hey, that's a good shout-out, too, about I, – I know, I, obviously, everyone involved, a fan of everyone there, but, you know, I uh, I got to see Nick Iggy over the years, um, mainly, like, the Nashville area, and – um, it's been, it's been his career trajectory is so interesting to me because he was such a well-known guy, him and Carrie Offal as the, as the carnies and all the training that they do and crux mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but I always felt like it, Nick just like never broke out to be as big as I like always thought he was going to be. But then like you see flashes of it, like you see like in Uncharted Territory, he becomes like the guy and then it just feels like. He just kind of like he doesn't get lost, but it's just like I feel like he'd be he should be more of a focus in more places right. that he's at. It's just my my personal opinion. No, I, I agree a hundred percent with that. That that's nothing but facts. Iggy's been the man since day one when I met him in like 2017, 18. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. 
Was there a moment for you? You're still young in your career. You have a, hopefully a long and prosperous career ahead. But has there been a moment for you where you shared the ring with somebody where something just like clicked and you were like, all right, this this is I'm good at this shit. Like this is this is for me. Uh, yeah, there, there's been a few. Definitely. I would say uh, me and Fuego del Sol. I felt like we clicked really, really well when we wrestled. Um, me and Jordan, every time I wrestle Jordan Oliver, I feel I feel myself just get so much smarter and I feel like I definitely belong because he's so good at making me feel that way. Um, uh, Colby Carino, another one who has who is one of my mentors, who's helped me a lot and who when I shared the ring with them, I was like, nah, this like this is it. This is this is magic. Um, yeah. And then Myron, too. Myron, I felt so that just that's one of the top five matches top five moments i've had so far in my career was me and myron and the the reaction we got and the moment we shared afterwards in the ring man i i've brought this up before but like it's jordan oliver comes up almost every time we talk to any wrestler and they're like it's about somebody they're giving them advice or giving them confidence or just like relating to them like jordan oliver we that name comes up almost every time so i just want to like make a point of that obviously jordan oliver did something right out there so shout out jordan dude he's he is the in my opinion he's the top the top right now top independent guy top going you got your eyes on that JCW title? Dude, I want it. I want it, and I want my match for it because I've beaten Jordan not once, but twice, and Jordan's beaten me only once. Hey, you you know, you've worked for GCW, JCW, JCW, very closely related there. I feel like you could, you could angle for this match here and get that match against Jordan and JCW. I feel like I could. I feel like this – hey, this is, will be the perfect call-out too. So, Jordan, if you're listening, you know JCW – title is coming to hunter drake brett as orange as you crush. Put it on as soon as you put it on line <laughs> brett Man, orange crush they, they 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 listen to our show they watch our show we, hey, we let them make know. it happen hit me up let's make <laughs> yeah. it happen jcw is putting together some really good stuff right now like it looks like you know like griffin's angling for a shot at jordan they got uh bishop and and alec are both like buying for you know the who's the real battle bull you know champion and whoever gets that like probably have up next like they're really putting some contenders there for jordan and like jordan being that champion i people need to be and what's so cool and i'm I'm not paid or endorsed by jcw gcw anything like this but if you're if you like indie wrestling at all it's free on GCW's YouTube channel. You just go on there. Yeah. It's usually the afternoon before one of their big shows. Mm-hmm. Just check it out. Like I, I love their JCW afternoon shows. So much good wrestling for free. So much. Any places that you mentioned Los Angeles, you're, you're traveling out there for WrestleMania weekend, any other like big time towns or maybe even small time that you've heard good things about. Like I need to, I need to get out there and feel what that crowd is like. Um, uh, I would say, well, definitely UK. I know it's not, you know, town, but definitely the UK. Got to get, I got to get out there. I've heard nothing but great things about the UK and their wrestling scene. And obviously I've seen all great things. Um, I want to also another country. I want to go to Canada. I feel like Canada is really starting to pop off slowly with the independent wrestling. IWS just did the show with GCW. They, they look really, really good. Um, yeah, I've I've been to a lot of cities that I've always, like that I've wanted to go to. I love going to New York. I love wrestling in New York. Their crowd is always wild. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like one particular, because it was L. It was always L. A. Oh, oh, definitely Vegas. That's it. Definitely. Yeah. Vegas. Uh, they they have good. They have a good wrestling scene coming out of Las Vegas. I feel like, and I, I would love to. I would love to wrestle there. I know Future Stars of Wrestling is is kind of the big thing in in Vegas, and I imagine there would be some indie shows, Double or Nothing weekend. Yeah, that, there there has to be, right? Yeah, get get yeah. a trip out there for that. Anybody in the the UK or the Canada scene that uh, any of those local talents that uh, you're like, hey, I'd like to like to go up against this guy. Uh, UK uh, definitely Joe Lando. Oh yeah, definitely guy Joe Lando. Y'all will match up yeah. perfect with each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, Joe Lando's the man. He's so cool and he's so good in the ring. And he's only like a year older than me. He's so young and yeah, I definitely want to wrestle him. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And you know, I mean, you just brought up the uh, the Montreal uh, the IWS show that he's had in Montreal that that, that joined Joe the show at GCW. That venue ruled. Like those fans ruled. That like I it made me want to make a trip to Montreal to just check out some indie wrestling up there because. I mean that scene, like you said, insult hand in hand. Sami Zayn's getting white hot on on TV, and they're doing elimination, did elimination chamber there, and Owens, and you got all that stuff out of Montreal. Speedball, of course, out of Montreal, killing it all over the place. So, dude, I, I think that's a uh, that I, I would love to see, dude. And then the UK, I yeah, you you versus Joe Lando is uh that's we're gonna make that match happen. So we must. That's our goal. Yes, that's that our one. goal. Come on, I love that. <laughs> Uh, any any weird places that that you have wrestled? You got to the venue and you're like, what what is this setup? Like, <laughs> there has to be in Alabama. Here? There has to be. <laughs> oh, whew. I can give you about ten in Alabama. <laughs> um, what what's the weirdest place where you just walked in? And you're like, what's what's going on here? Yo, the weirdest place I ever wrestled was this arena, and it's shut down now. But it was out of a. Uh, Ardmore, Tennessee slash Ardmore, Alabama, because it's a city that's right on the state line. And they used to run a, a show every Wednesday there. It was an hour from where I used to live called Elkmont Wrestling Alliance and EWA. And so we go, they had an old building, but they got kicked out for a bunch of random stuff. So we go to this new building when they finally get back up and running. Then they hit me up and they're like, Hey, we're running again. Come this Wednesday. We're going to have a show. I go and it's like this weird, like theater looking building. Turns out it was actually like an old porn theater. <laughs> and that, Yeah. So talk about the weirdest places I've ever wrestled. That one, the, the scary, like the scariest looking was the Houston premier arena. I just went there for wrestle rave and, I was that I could not find it. It was in the like most back of an alley area. But I mean, when you go in, it's a nice arena. It's nice. But just the outside of it, I was like, well, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> How many wrestling arenas do we think are old porn arenas? Old <laughs> porn Yo, I, would, I would hate to hold a black light to them. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we, Jeremy, we just, inter- we just interviewed somebody that said they got trained in a in a in a strip club like just, just yeah week. bobby flacco bobby yeah, flacco they, that's right that's the right wwa yeah. four the old the old yeah. uh gym there what used to be a strip club so. oh wow i did not know that <laughs> yeah bobby uh 
told us that last week. That's yes, right. I, I, can't, I can't imagine what these buildings like used to be <laughs> and what we used to run in and out of these buildings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some rough ones out there. There, there are. <laughs> hey, um, I got something for you. Um, you want to put over Carmen Michael on the show? He, uh, he, he saw some clips last week when we brought him up. So I figure if you want to put him over, now would be a good time for that. Hey, shout out Carmen Michael, dude. Dude came into New South in 2020, and and since he has walked in, he has done nothing but make the locker room, the show, the product as great as he can. So shout yeah, shout out Carmen. Carmen is the man, and I feel like Carmen don't get as much respect as he deserves. And yeah, so Carmen, I know you're gonna be listening to this. You are loved, and you are the man. And keep doing what you're doing because we all appreciate you very much. There you go. He is he is great at promoting j- just New South and the the scene in general. He's always messaging me, sending me results and anything I can promote and run. I appreciate all of that stuff. Look, let's everybody help each other when it comes to promoting yeah. this stuff. And you know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, last one for you, Hunter. We ask everybody this question. Well, hold on, cool. on before before oh, you go. Okay, go ahead. Real quick, I have yeah. one one last wrestling related question that I just want to get out there real quick. Um, you you mentioned like you know people like Carmen kind of maybe underrated overlooked out there in the scene two guys i just wanted your quick opinions on because okay when I, when I think of new south especially alabama that area um two names that i feel like are it's just a matter of time before they're like massive in wrestling and i kind of don't know how it hasn't happened sooner um adam priest and Derek neal mm-hmm. um if you can just kind of elaborate on those two guys because i feel like i mean i know i know adam was just over there wrestling uh in, in uh uh germany against uh jaden which is awesome yeah i know there was this big this like big like uh gra- like a like a movement to try to get Derek neal involved in the nwa a couple years ago and it didn't happen for whatever reason that was a giant miss on on billy corrigan's oh NBA. huge miss um so yeah just if you want to throw just some some stuff out there about uh, adam priest and Derek neal yeah yeah uh Derek is dude Derek is one of the best wrestlers going today for sure me and Derek have had s- I think two matches and both of them were top tier. I, I love both of them. I still love going back and watching them. Um, yeah, he, he's so easy. He's so, so cool. Uh, Priest, Priest is awesome. I don't think I've ever wrestled Priest one-on-one. So another really thing to make happen. Wow. I can't believe that's never happened. I know. I've, I've wrestled him in uh, tag matches and we had, we had like a three series tag match with him and uh, Steven Michaels when they were a tag team. And that was a lot of fun. Me and me and Priest got to do a lot of stuff. And Priest has been one of my boys since like when I first started. He was always at New South. But yeah, so so I've known I've known Priest for a while. I remember being like 19 years old and sitting in the Waffle House parking lot chugging beers, me and Priest and uh Kevin Ryan just right before we went in there. Uh yeah, Pri- Priest is hilarious. He he's the man. And Derek Neal too. He he came I think he came to New South in 2019. And he had his real come up in 2020 when he won the Hoss tournament. And we wrestled in 2020 and 2021 and both times. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Derek, Derek's dope. Yeah. And definitely yeah. a miss by NWA. I, I agree hundred percent. And um and yeah, shout out Kevin Ryan. I know you wrestled him like really early early on as well. And he's another guy I've followed for a long time that like has always been a little under the radar, but I love seeing when he pops up because he always shows out everywhere he's at. Yeah, dude. He he's just someone who's just as crazy as me. We've had we've had some we've probably had over a hundred matches, tag singles, multi man together, and yeah, every time our chemistry. That's one guy. Our chemistry is great. Okay, 
last question I got before Jamie closes it up. I know Kenzie Page is a girl. I know she's got the massive championship belt. Is your eye on that title? They're like, I mean, you got that's got to be a, like the goal for you being a New South guy to hold that oh, massive championship belt. Yeah, yeah. That's I told the New South fans after I won the Halls tournament that this was just this was a, a dream come true, but it's also just the start. It's the start of the the champion hard work. It's time for me to to really lock in, dial in, and focus for like the next four or five months because come New South Anniversary Eight in August. That's when I get my title shot. And whether it be Kenzie Page, which right now it's looking like it, how dominant her reign has been, or whether it be whoever dethrones her, I, it doesn't matter, to be honest. It, it really doesn't matter because I know that my time to be champion is now, and I will be nothing but ready walking into Anniversary 8. Because last year I fought Kenzie for the New South title at Anniversary 7. But, you know, she had to hit me upside the head with the belt to beat me. So, I mean, I could be champion right now, but we won't get into all that. But, yeah, anniversary 8, August. Uh, don't know the exact date yet. I will I will definitely – I'm definitely going to become New South champion. There we go. Uh, last one. Coolest thing in your room. Coolest thing in my room? Oh, yeah. dude. Um, wait, I got you. Awesome. Definitely for me, this is one, and then I have another one. But definitely the JPWA diploma. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes, sir. It's my prize. It's my prize possession. And then definitely. Big reveal coming up. My favorite action figure that I own. Uh, Jericho. Oh. Lionheart. Oh, Jericho. the Lionheart. Nice. Oh, it's a great figure. My girl gave me well. for Christmas, and uh, yeah, you can't beat that. That's my favorite figure that I own. Wow. And you said Jericho is what got you in, into it as a fan. Yeah. Jericho and Mysterio. Jericho I remember that. And Cena. I, I remember that rivalry. I believe that was the time it was like the Intercontinental title versus mask type feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because my introduction to them was, you know, like ECW, but like the same guys. Jericho Jericho is my favorite of all time. So I think it's yeah. cool that Jericho got you in. Your favorite action figure is the Corazon de Leon. That's a great way to wrap this in. Hey, Jericho's awesome. the GOAT. The GOAT. I love it. I, I Jensen agrees. Jensen agrees. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, mine's Brian Danielson. I'm always right. Good, hey, hey, no hate on that. <laughs> <laughs> Just as GOAT, bro. Just as GOAT. <laughs> That's my number one dream match, definitely. Me and Daniel. There you go. There you go. Uh, Hunter, let everybody know where they can find you at and, and what you got upcoming and things of that nature. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Hunter Drake. It's on that side. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the Hunter Drake and Facebook Hunter Drake. Uh, upcoming, I have this coming Sunday, I'll be at New Level Pro going one on one with Kenzie, actually. Um, and then next weekend I will be at new South and then the next weekend we'll be in LA for GCW. So yeah. Yeah. There pretty big, pretty strong ending to March coming up. There you go. Everyone go support, check out what Hunter Drake has got going on. You can follow him on the Twitter. It's right there. There, there, there we go. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. over there. Uh, hey, Jensen can do it a little bit better. Um, go follow him best of luck to you uh upcoming weeks and then again just in the in the future with all your career and certainly uh at the end of the month with uh 
WrestleMania weekend and everything going on there. Uh, again, thank you for joining us tonight, Hunter, today. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. And guys, we'll be right back here on the Spotlight. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.